Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Colt Sure podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Christian, and as always, thank you for joining us. If I sound off this week and if you hear puking, it's because as of a few hours ago, I just started getting over food poisoning. Nothing like working, going in 13 crawl spaces, and some of them I left a little uh, left a little something when I was done the inspection, took my mask off. It was puke. But uh, that's, you know, that's where I'm at today. I hope you're doing better. And as I said, thank you so much for checking us out, whether if you listen before or this is your first time, we're a podcast that um, talks all creative minds, artists, musicians, dancers, photographers, filmmakers, you name it. If anyone does anything in the creative realm, whether it's you or someone you know and you want to get on the pod, shoot us a message, hit us up. We, uh, Love meeting and talking to new people and also talking to people we already know. So, with that little spiel out of the way, we're just going to dive into this week's episode. And I know I said I was sick before, but I had to amp myself up because it's Davy time. We're joined by Davy Henry. How's it going, man? Uh, Hello. That's I'm Davy. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Never, uh, never been on a podcast before. Well, I try and but I listen to a lot of them. So, you know, if you listen to them, you'll be fine. Even if you didn't listen to them, there's no no ice in the water glass. So there's no clinking. I know people hate the weird noises when they. (laughs) Right. Oh, it's we uh, see. I'm just just going to. Sorry. Oh, okay. (laughs) Go on. It's it's fucked up because I'm watching the video, but I'm not getting the audio of you opening oh, that. All right. Well, that was... that's all I had. All right. Well, that's going to be a clip I'm going to edit out of the video and I'm going to use that if you don't mind. All right. Yeah, that's that's all I had planned for the for everyone listening. He showed the nice water glass with no ice and then proceeded to rip open not only just a bag of chips, but Cape Cod kettle-cooked co- kettle chips. The crunchiest motherfuckers in the biz. Get us a sponsorship, kettle-cooked. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, how's it going, man? You're swimming in a sea of SpaghettiOs, and I yeah. love it. That's, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's No, you gotta ask a question or something. I can't just talk. You gotta <laughs> prompt me. So that sea of spaghettios behind yeah. you. What where to come from? You big spaghettio guy? You like spaghettios? Yeah, I just uh I don't know. Food is funny. Close up pictures of food is funny. You know, I had sounds- a, so that's like that's the lock screen on my phone is the spaghettios or beans or hot dogs or whatever. Foods funny. I I never thought about that. Like when it's like literally if it was like just a bowl of spaghettios, it'd be like whatever. But the fact no, that but it's, it's just the, the whole it's everything. Yeah, I never thought about how much funnier food is when it's up close like that. See, yeah. you're teaching me. It this doesn't look good. About. It doesn't look appetizing. It's just big. No, no I, I could literally taste it. And you would think someone, you know, being sick this morning, looking at that, I'd be even sicker. But I'm like, oh, you know what? That gross bowl of bullshit sounds pretty good right now. That's good. You don't even need to chew them. So it's, I have not, can't remember the last time I even heated up SpaghettiOs. I just eat them out of the can now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I'm weird with that shit. Like, I was that kid that would get the Lunchables, like the pizza Lunchables, mm-hmm. but need to heat them up. 
don't know. I'm weird. I, 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 like I don't know. It's just, it's just laziness. It's like, oh, I don't have to wash a bowl. I just eat them out of the can. It it's a win-win. You get SpaghettiOs and you don't have to do dishes. Yeah, so, let's talk about uh, barfing. You were saying you were barfing a bunch? Yeah, so, so I woke up. I get bad migraines. I thought it was just that. It was like middle of the night. But I then those, uh, yeah. it's bad. It, it fucking sucks. Like, So I still have that like behind my eye right here going on. Mm-hmm. But it's been traveling from the eye to the neck going around. Um. And I just, I got to work and I drove out to where like my stops were and I just got out of my truck and just fucking puked everywhere, filled out That's my paperwork, cool. went inside, puked again, started doing inspections, puked again, got home, <laughs> sat down naked in the hot shower, wondering what the fuck was wrong with me, puked all over. And it, it was like bile and stuff. I didn't eat all day. It was terrible. Right. But I'm pretty sure. It was that great value Walmart buffalo chicken pizza I had yesterday. I bad choice. I had one of those a couple months back. Not the pizza, but the food poisoning. And that's I get it, man. It, it was first time for me. I've never had it. And oh, I got as lucky. It's like I feel like what I had, like so it happened pretty fast, but I was still on the mend. Like, yeah. you know, throughout. It was so like come and go. But it's like, I I feel like I'm like, man, this totally feels like what I, I, this has to be food poisoning. But I feel like I got a very like small case of it. Yeah. So I didn't get like ripped open from the start. So that made me happy. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't ever want to do this again. No. Now, aside from having food poisoning. You uh reason we brought you on this podcast yeah. is because you make Awesome art, shirts, pins, the sticks of dynamite. You know, I hate to, you said, ask questions, but I always hate doing this every episode, asking the bullshit questions of how'd you get your start doing what you do? Uh, all right. That's, I was, so it's, uh, it's been about a year I've been at it. I just, uh, went to a show in, uh, in Worcester. Uh, Massachusetts. I'm from New Hampshire, Massachusetts area. Uh, and I met a fellow there named Paul who uh, he puts on the the punk rock flea market in Worcester. And I had uh, borrowed or stolen a button maker from work and was just like punching up stupid little buttons just for, you know, for laughs. And I'd hand them out to people at the shows and people seemed to like it. So I gave a couple to Paul and he was like, oh, you know, you should you should uh you should come do the market. And I thought, well, you get, you get like a uh, real artist there. I'm, you know, some dickhead writing pee pee poo poo on some buttons, but uh, he's always been real, you know, a good friend and supporting what I do and all sorts of artists and people seem to like it. And then uh, I just got this thing where like, they're going to catch on that. I'm just some idiot. So I always got to like bring a new idea when I'm doing a thing. And that's how like the, uh, the dynamites was just, that's where that came from. It's just like, I need a new thing. And I, uh, I like, I don't know, old cartoons and I kind of try to live my life like a stupid, uh, cartoon character. So I made up the dynamites. I have there right here. I got mine right here. And then, uh, the shirts was just kind of like, kind of 
just an extension of that. It was like, all right, I made the buttons that small and easy, so let's do something uh, bigger and more difficult and very expensive and takes up a ton of space. Yeah. And then, like, so that's, like, I've literally been teaching. I don't know how to do anything. So I've been, like, literally teaching myself Photoshop as I go and, like, you know, writing the same dumb stuff I write on buttons and then scanning it and blowing it up and making these goofy designs. That's the thing with it, though. It's like your shirts, your buttons and everything. They are very simple, but that's what makes them funny as hell to me. Like, it's because there's all the shirts that have, like, you know, the quote with everything on it, you know, that just yeah. says like a one liner or whatever. But yours, like the one that says it, what's it say? Like super sale. And it's got like the revolver, the pack of cigarettes, yeah. like all That's, just. Um, so I, I don't know where think what things are like uh, where you are. I live in New Hampshire on a town right over the state line from Massachusetts. And like our whole economy is propped up by people coming over the state line to buy tax free cigarettes and shit. Yeah. So there's just there's tons of signs advertising cigarettes. And that was literally a sign outside of a like a liquor store. It just said super sale. And the font was like off. It wasn't, you know, the kerning was all fucked up and the stars weren't right. And it just had these like four cartons of cigarettes. And for some reason, that just struck me like I don't, cigarettes is another thing that's just funny. Like it's funny to look at cigarettes. So I just yeah. thought, OK, well, like let's advertise some more. You know, it was just kind of making fun of that sign that I not even making fun of it. Cause I love that sign. It makes me laugh every time I see it. I was like, I don't know. And that's the thing with it. It's like each thing is just like genuine with it. Like while I was looking through all your shit and all that, but then, you know, I pulled up my phone just for reference of everything. Yeah. Like a day ago, the, I shared the shirts to my story, the beautiful, just photo shoot of the various t-shirts in a porta potty. Yeah. And it's, you fucking sell it. You could go into modeling if you wanted to, or unless I, you already do and haven't that. told me. <laughs> I don't like uh, being enjoyed. <laughs> well, the shit you do is going to be enjoyed. Uh, and I enjoy it. So I hate to tell you, but I enjoy a year, it. A year into this thing I'm doing, I'm almost starting to believe people when they say that. I'm not quite starting to think maybe people actually mean it when they say that they like my stuff. My little table that my laptop's on. I've had this chilling since you gave it to me. And there's something on here that I didn't realize when I was uh, reading it at the show. The Class A Problem Solver, Lot 1312. Yeah. Love it. I just, yeah, I tried to just put... So it's like you can see it on a shelf and it looks good. And then if you, you know, looking at it close, there's, you know, little funny little things to read on there. Yeah, it's, well, that's when we were talking. I've, I don't even remember what we were talking about, like when we first met. But I remember seeing your buttons and you're like, oh, yeah, I made these and everything. And I'm like, oh, shit. What was Antifa Super Soldier, I think, was one. And yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, it's like. The thing is, wearing a button like that, like, you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to boost your balls, but it, it takes balls to. Oh, that, yeah, that's why like I don't that. wear those ones myself. That's the only... <laughs> I'm a big boss. Well, you wore it to the show? Yeah, to a punk show. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I thought there was going to be a real big Blue Lives Matter crowd at the uh, Halloween punk show. That's. <laughs> oh, my God. It is. It's legit. And maybe you tell me if I'm out. Of... It legitimately worries me that someone's going to buy one of these dynamites. Not that I sell a ton of them, 
at a market and walk out and someone's uh you know fucking fox news brain boomer granddad's gonna see someone carrying that and just air hole him on the street and then that's on my head and it's fuck man i mean like clearly it is not a real stick it looks great like the way you did the uh the flame on the top of the rope and everything but like if you look at this from far away but Let's face it. Who the fuck tries to do anything with a stick? Of, I wish you would see People someone running style. out with one of these. Yeah, I wish you saw someone with a clump of dynamite running around town. Like, fuck, take me out. Like, how Nick died? He died by a giant bundle of he dynamite. Up. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but I mean, with how stupid people are, though, especially the old ass boomers, I, I, I could see it. Yeah, it's. Uh... Oh my god, but hey, it's free advertisement as long as you don't get put in the clink. Yeah. Now well making all this, it's you really don't have like a set uh you it's like you kind of bounce all over shirts, pins, these. Yeah. Is it just like kind of you know, you were saying a big cartoon guy with the dynamite? Was it just uh you know what's funny in cartoons? The fucking giant bundles of dynamite. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just something like I don't I don't want to say aesthetically because I feel like people throw that word around and miss you. But like it's just a thing. I just like it looks good to me. So I like it, you know. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> anyone, just a thing I like. Anyone I showed it to, like was digging it like back here, like, look at this shit. Look what I got on this trip. Like, is that a fucking digging dynamite? I'm like, you bet it is. It's not real. They're like, well, clearly, you know, because they're not fucking boomers. Yeah. But so you have an event coming up because the uh the punk rock flea market that was your first event event. Yeah. And now I forget, did you do anything in between those or was that like the uh, first? those were about one a month? It's it hasn't been uh exactly that schedule, but that's the only show I've done is that one a, a handful of times this past year. And then uh Actually, coming up at the end of December is the uh, the Krampus Market, which was put on by, um, and I'm sorry, I, I'm bad with names, but it was Chris, who you know, who put on the show where we met. Yeah. Uh, that's my, that's the first time I'm doing a show that isn't just the Worcester show where everyone knows me and puts up with me, so. <laughs> I think you'll do good. No one, it's like, no one, a lot of people that are a part of that show, like, because uh, Paul from, like, Freak Show and all that, Blackbeard, uh, He's part of it. Andy Ryan, he was the uh, he was the singer of the first band at the yeah. show we met. Uh, like they're all great people. But then it's like I just saw actually like the lineup for it. And like fucking Ozzy Blood's going, which is a cool ass dude I met over the summer. Sword Swallower and stuff. Uh, his partner Cat, she's gonna be doing burlesque. Uh, Lilith, Paul's partner, uh, just scary. Like there's a lot of like awesome burlesque people going. So it should be a hell of an event. Yeah. And I wish I was closer to make it. So and that that was yeah, uh December twenty-third. Yeah. Right? Two days before Christmas. I'll be curious to see uh I I, I know a, a couple of people in uh in this kind of doing the shows. I'll be curious to see how my stuff kind of I don't know if fits in is the right word, but how well it plays to that crowd, I I guess. You know, it's I think they'll dig it. And I don't know if I told you at the show, but I came up with an idea and uh, with uh, the freak show in Lynn, Massachusetts, 
This is either yeah. going to air before or after. I'm not sure yet. It all depends. It's going to be one or the week. other. It's yeah, either. I don't know if. So if this is the week of the freak show, it's a game I'm playing. If it's after the freak show, it's a game that hopefully didn't go away. You did, someone, yeah, you did tell me about this. Yeah, but yeah, going to be using folks. this for a uh, hot potato, hot potato, yeah. dynamite, hot potato. So free publicity. If people like it, I'll be like, hey, well, you shoot on over to the Krampus Mart. You can get your own. Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell them to give me like a $30 deposit and then go pick it up from you and no, then yeah. pay you and <laughs> and you get your commission and everybody's happy. Exactly. But yeah, it's once like, it's like, it's so weird doing those events because you never know how you're going to do it, how people are going to like your stuff. But it's like with how kind of all over the place yours is like, I feel like that's what makes it like, it can make it like palatable to a lot of people. That's what what I've noticed uh, just doing the Worcester shows is there's a lot of very like nice stuff, stuff that looks nice and makes people feel nice and is nice. And it I need you need to balance that up with some uh, some bad crap that is not good. And that's kind of that's the niche I feel is like, you know, you go, you see th this booth, you feel nice. And then you look at my stuff and you're like, huh, oh, that's gross you see you can't buy cool with uh yeah. that's musk right that's i don't know i googled uh uh no uh yeah that's musk i was gonna make i don't know if, if that counts as libel if i make some kind of it's, yeah, it's musk. musk it's moose i was gonna say I, I googled uh bald pedophile and that's just what came up so i don't oh. i don't actually know who that is on the shirt you might uh, you can cut that out i probably don't need that <laughs> all right so so it's bald pedophile on the shirt yeah snip it out matt he's the guy oh. we love our favorite guy <laughs> oh, the man behind social media nowadays or some shit like that whatever they're calling them but yeah it's like with that shirt like it's you know like what it's insinuating is you yeah. know <laughs> terrible but hysterical considering but it's just it's great because like the gun there's no hand or anything you just yeah, for, for the people like, who's listening, you know, who's because we're on a video call. It is, it's, yeah. yeah, it's the, it's the photo you know of Elon that he hates. Where it's the old PayPal photo where he's got his crappy hairline, and uh, I very crudely photoshopped a gun into his mouth, and his, you know, heads out the top of his head's blown off. And at first, it wasn't that; it was just the phrase "you can't buy cool" because that's, you know, it's he wants he very clearly wants everyone to like him, and he sucks, and he's a big piece of shit. Uh, and I thought like, just kind of looking, especially in the last couple months being like, I don't want to be like cute about this guy. I don't want to be like, oh, he's a loser who thinks he's cool. So I had to kind of be like, no, I think someone should, uh, do redacted, uh, to him. I mean, and that's that, the shirt. It, that's the thing though. It's like so many of these people, it's like, no, this dude doesn't give a fuck about us. He shouldn't be praised. He should, you know, like. There's a there's nothing cute about the whole scenario. And it's like you put out a shirt like that, you know, you have the people be like, oh, my God, who would wear that? Who would make that? It's like any normal human being who just doesn't give a fuck about the state of this country anymore with how it's going and just all this bullshit. And looking at it again, I just realized when you mentioned shitty hairline and all that, the way you did the blood, it looks kind of like clown hair like ronald mcdonald yeah i thought clown. about that too because uh 
the original, you know, I, I did it up. I just, I can only print in one color. So it was all just black on a white background. And I was like, oh, does it look like he has an afro? So I tried to kind of, you know, define the, the top of his head there where there's a big chunk missing. And well, I, I think it yeah. came out perfect. Thanks. Yeah, but... I'm glad, uh, <laughs> now glad people sh- like it. With the shirts, obviously, you're doing these marts and everything, and shirts, the buttons, the dynamite, and everything. It, is it when people want to order online? Because, like, I need a shirt. I don't know what yeah. I'm going to see again, but I need a shirt. Just uh, DM you. And uh... yeah, it, this is, uh, I mean, I can't overstate what a small and ramshackle operation this is. So I don't have an online shop or anything, but yeah, just DM me and we'll, you know, figure it out. That's actually, I, I sold a couple, uh, just just the other day after i posted all those photos just uh an old friend of mine and some guys in a discord i'm in were like oh you know those are great and i was like yeah just you know dm me and we'll we'll figure it out like yeah to figure yeah. out shipping and all that shit and cool yeah because it's you know it's the thing with the online stores too is so many of them suck so bad because they take so much money and shit and it's yeah. like I just and also got... I don't want a paper trail where maybe someone wants a cut of this money. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's why anytime you'll see me advertise shit, I say you could go through my band camp or yeah. you could get it cheaper if you message me directly, PayPal friends and family. Yeah, PayPal Venmo, friends and family, that's right. <laughs> Venmo, whatever you want, Cash App, I'll, I'll do any of those, but it's like with Bandcamp randomly, because I just drop like pins on there and uh I I sold some shit and then randomly the one pin order. No money in my account for it was, you know, like someone ordered one pin. I'm like, where'd it go? Then I go. I had an outstanding balance of, from my revenue share ah. of Bandcamp because they weren't taking money out if the amount exceeded what the balance was. So every time it did it, it just kept adding on like selling like paintings. And shit. I'm like, dude, I hate this shit. Like. Why yeah. can't there just be a site where people can sell their shit and maybe buy, pay like, hey, there, hey, sh- there is a site. It's in Worcester, Massachusetts. It's called the Punk Rock Flea Market uh, this December 9 at the Hotel Vernon <laughs> and the Krampus Mart and the Krampus this- <laughs> Market in wherever that is. Uh, Rockland, Mass, December 23. There you go. Or there's Seamless. the inbox, the inbox of Instagram. Slide on in, order your stuff. I tried. I thought it'd be funny if I sold ad time uh, for this, but no one took, no one bit. But I thought, yeah. <laughs> sold that so time for what? Just on me being on your show, if people just gave me stuff to read and gave me 10 bucks and I just started reading ads for other people's stuff. On- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, but- my. If you came on here and started reading at that, that would have been fucking priceless. Uh, it's not for <laughs> lack of trying, but no one bit. So, ah, well, anyone listening that gave up on the ad space, you missed out on some genuine time that goes to like a handful of listeners because it's not audience of several, yeah, (laughs) audience of two. You're listening to them right now. (laughs) So, you know, you did the dynamite, don't you know, magicians never give out their secrets and all that. Is there anything? like you have cooking in the brain that you kind of want to try project wise. You don't have to spoil uh, anything. It's I've, I've, I want to do more shirts and uh, 
like the fact it's it costs money to make shirts. That's the thing. So I got to sell some more. Uh, before I've I've got like two stupid little designs I'm kind of clicking around on right now, and uh, the shirts I just mentioned I sold a couple, and like I sold enough shirts that I can buy new uh, silk screens to actually you know print them once I get there. But I yeah. keep uh, I've got like some idea like I don't want to call it performance art, but I keep ha- coming up with like little ideas to do at the market uh with Paul just as like goofy shit that makes me laugh that I don't know maybe somewhere down the line, but. I say go for it. You got the personality for it, for sure. Like, I think that yeah. you would kill it. It's, as I said, with the pictures, uh, there was the one where I was scrolling and creeping just to check out, you know, all the shit you like yeah, doing that's everything. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Seeing the, uh, the one of you just standing there holding a gun and you're like, I'm not going to tell you again. Come to the like market or whatever. Yeah. And, I, I, uh, Sorry, I'm talking over you. Oh, no, you're good. And then there was the one of you holding the stick of dynamite, and that's all you were had in front of you. You were completely naked. I'm like, yeah. this guy knows how to really sell a product. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't have a lot to offer, so it's usually if I can find a way to injure or debase myself, that's kind of my go-to. Speaking of injury, how's the elbow doing? Oh, right, did you notice I've been scratching at it the whole time? It's 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 real. It's just real. Uh, oh, it's not it's real scabby. Now. Oh, it disappeared. <laughs> the mixture of a scab and spaghettios right now. It, I yeah, might it's, it's, Ralph. <laughs> it's finally closed up and scabbed over, but it's just like I had so much road rash that it's just like peeling like crazy. But I don't know. Oh. yeah. I meant to ask you earlier. I did see you picking at it, so I was like, yeah, I, right, can't. How's I this really thing should, I should put my sleeve back down because it's not going to get better if I keep fucking. scratching at it but it's so fun (laughs) so fun to do what you shouldn't do Mm. now the shirt that's that that says no dancing yeah what do you got against dancing uh that was just that's yeah well i can't do it for (laughs) one so i'm jealous uh that was one of the ones that started out like originally the idea was I take the phrases that people liked on buttons and then just put them on a shirt. I get that stupid drippy way of writing. I like to do. And then, so I did that first with no, actually the first one I did said pornography enjoyer. And it was just that text on a shirt and people seem to like it, but just like solid color shirt with text felt very like uh 2002, like hot topic, like, you know, nothing against that. If that, but like, I just wanted to do a little more that felt like I was making it. I don't want to do anything if I can make it easy on myself. I have to make it a whole process and get pissed off and waste a ton of time and money. So, and that's the thing, too. You were saying you bought like, like with the shirts, you got enough money to buy uh silk screens and all that and everything to do more. Shirt. You do everything yeah. yourself with the screen printing and all that. Yeah. Uh, just in my garage, like no ventilation, no. You know, shirts hanging on hangers from the garage door tracks up on the on the ceiling and the way to yep. be, though, it, it, it makes it fun doing it that way. That's that's kind of what I got to keep telling myself. Yeah. Or like uh, everything has kind of a handmade charm to it, which is a nice way of saying it looks bad. But you can be like, oh, it's handmade. It's part of the <laughs> that's why I sell it punk markets, because because like you can just say, oh, it's supposed to look crappy. It's uh, it's punk. <laughs> that that excuse is a timeless one that will never go away 
so many times with my shirts. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, because I, I don't silk screen. I, the ones I do by hand, that's like I had like stencils made because I'm just, yeah. I always wanted to try silk screening, but I just haven't had the space or like time to sit and learn. So I do that with a fabric paint and a brush. I was wondering, I was actually just, uh, Funny enough, wearing the one I bought from you is just that I had that on earlier today under my uh, under my work clothes. Oh, really? The uh, yellow uh, Terra Tunes ones, and I was wondering how you uh, you did yours because they're pretty nice, clean edges and all that. They look good. So, oh, thanks. Some of them are definitely rough, like you see a little like bleed out and all that. But it was just with a paintbrush, fabric paint, and the stencil, just going with it and oh, yeah. doing them all by hand like that, like stick and poke style basically but it's like i would love to learn how to silk screen and like some shirts i have there's a local place that makes like you know printed on shirts it's not like screen print though but down the road sometime it'll happen yeah it's it's fun i don't want to i can't speak to it too much because i don't really know what i'm doing but the bit i've done is it's pretty cool to do now have you done uh patches with the designs not yet. I've I've thought about that. Uh, like some yeah. of the the designs will definitely be great patches too. Like you know, like yay big. Like I think, yeah, yeah. I think that's some of the stuff. I is is just out there enough that people maybe don't want to commit to just wearing like a big shirt of it. But yeah, you can throw a patch on your jacket with some other shit. Yeah, it's something it, I've thought about. Yeah, it's definitely. So- designs and stuff and everything that's universal to anyone that listens to punk and like it just enjoys punk and out there shit and you know deemed outcasts i guess you could say because mm-hmm. it's very very anti-establishment i guess you can say or whatever what are the kids calling it nowadays yeah, yeah. i don't know i mean it is i guess i, I don't have a <laughs> like a message or anything you know it's just yeah I'll just if it's making me laugh, I figure that's someone else is probably going to enjoy it. Yeah, well, you hit the right person with it because it definitely makes me laugh looking at it, and the it people I showed too. So, with all the talking and all that, you know, at the show and everything, yeah, you know, you're also a collector. Yeah, a hoarder. Figures. A hoarder, yeah, that was the same difference. <laughs> it's a, a collector's. I can't say an organized hoarder because it's a. I'm unorganized right now. It, it's a display case is the difference. I think that was uh, John Hodgman said that difference between a collector and a hoarder is a display case, and no one sees my shit but me, so that makes me a hoarder. <laughs> well, it's like I have some shit behind me. But then there's so much shit that I don't have displayed that's in bins. Yeah, I, I, I don't have room. The other day, or it was maybe a couple of weeks ago now, I tried to photograph my pile of shame. You know, all the stuff that's just to be opened. And I ended up taking like 20 photographs of just like almost probably half of what I have out. I have like that amount just still in boxes. Yeah, so you pile everything to open as well, even if you're just putting it in a like a tote or something, you you get a nice open pile going and then you just sit down one day and do it's it. It's not even that. It's just I don't have any fucking room for this <laughs> stuff anymore. Like, that's the thing. Uh, I All right. So I'm still I, I'm still a weird one that does. It. I What I do is I I find shit and I'm like, hey, you know what? I don't want to open this yet. 
I'm going to get a few more things and I'll just sit and open everything together. Hey, you know, I sit down, get all cozy. I get also been play with it. Oh, it's I've, more like I just I need to clear like some boxes off the shelf. So I got to open, you know, six G.I. Joe's or 10 Marvel Legends or whatever the whatever the hell. I'm back. Doing this. That, you said uh, yeah, at the show, it was you that was telling me you have like the Sentinel, the Galactus. Yeah. The HasLab, the uh, the crowdfunded ones. Yeah. Who I got the my spaghettios up, but if I didn't have the background, you could. <laughs> Galactus is right behind me. So you have them displayed. Yeah. Hell yeah! I'm an opener. I mean, a pile of shame notwithstanding, you gotta. Yeah, I like to open my live on the. Oh, you open? On the, we're doing it right live. Oh, I just see spaghettios. It's Daredevil. Oh, oh, oh nice. No, it's, all right, so can... you're you're the perfect person to ask. We'll do it right on the air. So I have mm-hmm. it recorded. I could go back and listen. I won't buy it. Oh, I... it's oh, the that's King sick. Daredevil, the new one. Yeah, I was about to say with the beard and all that. That's yeah. See, I'm not too familiar with Daredevil. Me neither. But I love Daredevil. So I was going to ask you if I were to own one Daredevil. Like a kind of classic-y to maybe Ben Affleck Daredevil. Yeah. Is there one you would recommend? It's it's tricky. I actually don't hardly... I only I mainly collect uh, X-Men and X-Men adjacent. I just got uh, this one because he's just so cool looking. I don't know a ton about Daredevil, but I like this one, the King Daredevil figure. Or I'd get one of the uh, classic uh, yellow suit ones, but those are really hard to come by, so... The yellow. I mean, like basically every Daredevil figure I've seen looks really good. Like it's such a cool costume that, like, if I was going to branch out and just start a little sub shelf, I'd like to get a bunch of Daredevils. All his suits look so cool. The uh, the King Daredevil looks good, and then I got. I don't know if it's going to show up. I got the. uh, Fucking. I got this Hand Ninja figure just to take his extra hood to stick on the Daredevil, so it's like comic accurate because that's. This particular kind of mentally ill I am, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, I know a lot of people that do that, like with um, because I do wrestling figures, like the yeah. A the AEW figures. They make so easy. I have one right here. Do you have Uno? Evil Uno. Yeah. I have one signed and I have one loose. I met him at a convention, uh, and the paint pen exploded you? as it was signing, and he's like. We just look at each other. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm like, dude, it's good. I'm like, got alcohol wipes. We could we could fix this. And he's like, really? And we're like digging through his bag, digging through his buddy's bag. Is he is he nice? He was nice as hell. We were sitting bullshit for like probably 10 minutes. He was a really oh, nice guy. I don't I don't know a ton from wrestling, and I only know evil Uno because he's like adjacent to Giant Bomb, the uh the video game website, but uh so he's de facto like my favorite AEW wrestler because he's the only one I know. Oh yeah, he, I'm glad he's nice. He seems nice. He he was a really sweet dude, like to sit and talk to. Because I saw it was I went to Texas and I brought figures with me to get signed, but hmm. then there was all the, I like the AEW signed. There was people there and like him, he had a few on his table to buy and get signed. I'm like shit. 
damn it because i didn't bring an evil uno i'm like oh, i guess i'm meeting uno now but i'm happy i did he was really really cool guy this guy i met in texas too and this he's headless now he took his head oh, off yeah. so that might be how people do the um because here's an AEW. this is dan Housen. oh i yeah. know him too okay yeah i yeah, know a handful of not personally i mean i just i'm aware yeah. of him the, with these ones uh like his is weird because he's wearing this little smock but like see the torsos are weird on a wrestler and they don't have any tattoos and it's blank these yeah. separate like at the torso and everything like they just uh, okay that's easier so, than yeah so, so you can like straight up you can com- combine figures to make better ones pretty easily that's i uh i do a bit of i can't sculpt worth a damn but i do a bit of a. Uh, you know, repainting and kit bashing and swapping parts. So it's, I'm familiar with that whole scene. So when you do it, is it like uh, you got to do the boiling and all that? Boil shit and pop. Mobile? Yeah. Oh, I have a hair dryer. What I'll, I'll I'll use sometimes, but it's 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 just easier to get a pot of water going and just dunk them in. Oh yeah. It, it's always something I never did that. I did a hair dryer just because the pot of water. I'm like, I never fully looked into it. Like, all right, how hot do I make this? Am I going to just you, boil you it? Can, you can boil the hell out of them. Really? And anything that's gummy, you can set it straight and put it under cold water. And it like you're 99% of the time you're good. All right. See, it's, I don't get too like, I don't get too crazy with it. So it's. I'm more so like I'll buy a figure and, you know, for the most part, I'll just let it be. But there's definitely some that like, I I, I should try customizing this a bit, you know, buy an extra one. You know, $20 is pricey for a toy. Completely alienate whoever's listening and get into like a little bit of slightly deeper toy shit here. Toy customizing. Oh, dude, of course. You too. Give me, I'll be right back. Give me one sec. Oh, of course. I just saw this man run into the sea of SpaghettiOs and just disappear. And I'm waiting for him to pop back in like the Kool-Aid man in the SpaghettiOs. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I, I was narrating I, it. I disappeared into the... I said, right, I, was, this... I said I was waiting for you to pop back in like the Kool-Aid man through the SpaghettiOs. Oh, yeah. Uh <laughs> All right, free tip for anyone who's like collecting toys and whatever. This is the stuff. I don't know if it's gonna. No, of course not. It's all right. So it's called uh, Mister Super Clear Matte Spray by a company called Mister Hobby. You find it online. You can find it at like any hobby shop that sells Gundams or anything like that. It's just a really good matte spray. And any uh, off-the-shelf figure you buy, you shake it up. Just give it a quick blast with the matte, and it just takes the plasticky shine off of your your figures and make some it's a super cheap way to make your stuff look like a a bit more high end it's like not as shiny plasticky fakey toy looking you know it's it mats it down and it's it's a uh, great way to i've been slowly working my way through my shelves and just pulling one or two guys off the shelf at a time going out spraying them set them back up so every figure you own is basically a custom in a way because you're in spraying it with that yeah well not everyone yet but i'm, I'm working yeah. towards it yeah I'm gonna have to try that out. Like, since I make like you know toys and all that, like printing them and shit. It's I use the what is it the Krylon like triple thick clear coat, yeah. 
and it's just it comes out so shiny and stuff. Yeah, this, I like, mean, this is the same. It's the same stuff, but it's like designed specifically for like Gundam models. So it's like you know, right in the wheelhouse of what you're trying to do. I swear right. by it. I'm gonna have to try that out. And when you said alienated, it's funny because I was like, oh, well, if my buddy Joe's listening, he's a fig customizer. He does a lot of uh, wrestling, you know, makes figures, customizes, but he also does uh, mini mates. I don't know if you've gotten into those. I'm aware of them. I there's a handful I'd like to get for various collections. They did like a, a 90s X Factor run of those, but uh, I'm aware of them. Yeah. He said that those ones and like he started printing like custom mini mates parts with his printer. But he said okay. even before that, like customizing mini mates is some of the most easy, fun shit you can do. And I'm like, it's it sounds like a rabbit hole. He keeps trying to get me to buy mini mates. I'm like, dude, I have Ghostbusters ones that are up in the attic. That's that's what I'm sticking with. I'm not yeah, getting any more. <laughs> That's uh, it's real. It's re like I said, I try to keep it just to X Men, but it's so easy to just fall into like, yeah, I'll get this guy. This looks good. And the next thing you know, you're collecting a whole nother line, and you get a whole nother shelf, and it's a whole like, that's a how whole to do. That's how it was with Funko Pops. I, if I could go back in time, I'd only buy a couple Funkos that I the the ones that were worth money that i had that i sold but like oh i'm just gonna start a ghostbusters collection now also i have killer clowns a clockwork orange all this shit that i have nice figures of i own these stupid little statues yeah. just because they're adorable and so I went easily down that, accessible that same thing at one point i had before i started all the marvel legends stuff i uh i had a ton of those i got rid of most of them but uh there's like right in right above me. I got my Hellboy shelf. So there's I don't know if he's going to show up, but yeah, little I Hellboy say because good Hellboy toys are few and far between. So you got to kind of take what you can get, you know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like Mezco like... did a run of them back probably like ten or fifteen years ago, and those are all super expensive and hard to find now. I've got a handful, and then uh. Over on my shelf over there, there's a couple. I think it was Thousand Toys did a couple like higher end uh, Hellboy things that are pretty nice. Hellboy's one. I remember watching the movie is like when I was younger, like the first one. I remember I liked it, but I it was one of those. I feel like I need to watch this when I'm older to fully appreciate it. And I still haven't gone back and watched it. It's a good time. You know, it's it's Guillermo del Toro. So if nothing else, like it looks really cool and. Ron Perlman's, you know, everyone loves him. Oh, yeah. All right. I got to stop playing with this for now. <laughs> Deal with that later. Now, when it comes to like with the collecting and all that, is there is there one piece you have that was like a grail that when you got it, it was like, holy shit, I, f I own this. Uh, it's not holy shit. I own this so much as like, holy shit. I can't believe I just spent that much money on this. And then, like, I don't know how much you've tried to, like, fill out a backlog of a, a, a backlog of toys, but it's like a universal rule that if you overpay for something on eBay, they're going to re-release that figure, like, the next week. And that happened with, uh, it's uh, Strife, the Marvel Legends Strife figure that I paid a lot for on uh, on eBay. And then, like, two weeks later, they're like, oh, we're putting out this five-figure box set, and, like, we're updating our Strife figure. Now there's a new one. 
fucking great. Mattel just did that with a uh, Harley race. It was like weird distribution problem with like this line. And there was a Harley, Harley race figure in it. Mitten box. This thing was like over like 300 bucks. Now they nice. re-release it in a greatest hits line. I saw it sitting on the shelf in the store and all that. I'm like, oh, I want to buy it just to, you know, just to have it. But then yeah, I'm like, exactly. I bought too many things just to have it. And now I'm trying to downsize. <laughs> I was, what was I just, I don't know. I was thinking of some figure like that. That was like, for a long time, it was hard to find. And then they like re-released a variant of it. And it's like, is it cool to get like, now that it's easy to find, is it even cool to have it anymore? But yes, it is. Yeah. Always cool now, to buy new things. Now, if you don't mind me asking, you don't have to disclose the number. I'll mm -hmm. disclose the most I paid for a figure. If you want yeah. to say how much the strife was. Uh, the strife shipping included, I paid about a hundred dollars for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. And to be fair, some of the, it was. That was like some of that was taken out of an existing eBay balance because I had sold some shit. So it wasn't like a hundred bucks out of my pocket straight, but it was. Yeah. Well, I should have bought it for a hundred, but when it came out, I was a kid without a job. Mm -hmm. I was in high school, didn't have a job and all that at the time, like sophomore. And Hasbro made the Cloverfield figure. Yeah. Favorite movie. Well, not favorite movie, but one of my favorite movies for the sense of like the whole ARG campaign and all that. I was sucked in. Finally, I, you know, tax return time. I'm like, ah, oh, what am I going to treat myself to? I go online. Uh, and I yeah. find one in the shipper box and everything unopened. I dropped 500. Nice. But my brother literally the other night messages me. He's like, out of curiosity, I went and looked up the Cloverfield figure. He's like, there's one for a thousand, one for 1500, one for 2500. I'm like, the world of toys. You got to love yeah. it. Sometimes when you cash in at a price, that's like, oh, I don't want to pay this for a figure like you want and you will never get rid of. Sometimes it's the best time to go in because it's only going to go up. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think anything else here that was real. Like, it's all of it, man. I did this over the pandemic when I wasn't even working. I would just get an unemployment check and then be like, all right, what figures do I need to fill out my the fucking backlog of my X-Men teams? <laughs> this one. Let's see. This was a uh, was, uh, some San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Psylocke. I probably paid like 70 bucks for that, which and like it's not even it looks like an old toy biz body, so it doesn't even fit in on the uh, Hasbro shelf, which is stupid i hate when companies do that like just out of nowhere like one figure like just for some reason there's something with it that makes it stand out in, yeah. in like the worst way and yeah, with the Haslab, like all this crowdfunding stuff though like i'm a big fan of it it's heartbreaking when something doesn't get funded i but i don't know if you, i liked the uh the Ghost Rider Charger they did that pissed everyone off and everyone hated it and everyone was so mad at it. I liked it. And so I was kind of bummed to see that one not get funded. Uh, so I guess it was a little pricey, but 
I did a wrestling one just because you got like an ultimate edition Doink the Clown that came with like the mallet and all that. And I just oh, wanted yeah. that. Sold everything else, flipped it. And then my brother ended up having me just sell his too. Cause we both were like kind of getting out of collecting as hardcore as we were. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, those things you pay for them. And that's like a year later you get it. So a lot happens in that year. But uh, my pride enjoys my proton pack from HasLab. They yeah, like, those just uh, those went, those got funded real fast, right? Or is that the what do they have now? The ghost trap is that the, what's up? The trap in the PKE meter. It was and those uh, funded in like two days, right? Those funded super yeah. fast. That went up. Uh, they announced it. It, I think it announced it and went up. It was literally like a day before the show we met. And that's all I was thinking about that whole time. I was just like, man, I need to, I need to pre-order this thing. I got to get it. Cause it, I think it's going to hit, it's going to hit every tier goal, but I think it's already like yeah. maybe second or third tier or something. They're already at like, they've like, uh, they're almost at like 15,000 out of 10,000 backers. Like that thing is yeah, not, that's going. It's, it's great too because like the price point really isn't bad but with the pack like they made the pack so customizable for like cosplayers and stuff like made oh, it yeah. so easy for you to do stuff with it and like with these someone asked they're like hey uh is this gonna be the same and the the like lady that works for uh hasbro was like now i won't recommend messing with the product because you may break it but these were designed just like the pack with the audience it's going to in mind. Yeah. So, I don't know. Did you see Ghostbusters Afterlife? No. Well, the PKE meter, one of the new things with it is the tongs that go up like the wings on the side. Yeah. They go straight up and turns into a taser. I'm looking at the uh, photos of the thing right now. They made they made it so they go oh, up like it. that. People it's are purple. already talking about how to mod it to turn it into a real taser. Oh, and I'm like, shit, this is the last Ghostbuster crowdfund. But like, yeah, they, it's they put a real um. there's a mode where there's a real EMF detector in it. So you could really bring the PKE meter ghost hunting. Sorry, I'm just, I'm, I'm oh, looking at the, the photos of it right now. It's insane. I, I'm I'm stoked for it. I'm mainly excited for the trap. I've always loved the ghost trap, so yeah. I'm like to have it with the actual foot pedal and like a, that's just like a nine foot cable to roll. I'm like, oh, I'm never gonna bring this shit out of the house. Maybe once or twice, but yeah, but it's cool. But. Now, when you were t- growing up and everything, you were were you all into collecting toys as well as a kid and all yeah, that? Yeah, like... yeah. I just always liked that stuff, and it was like uh, when I first got, when I got my first job at McDonald's. It's like it was like a quarter mile up the road was KB Toys, so I would like literally like get my paycheck, go walk up to KB Toys and buy like Spawn figures or whatever whatever I was into at the time. It sucks knowing kids today will never get to experience KB toys. Yeah, I like that place. I, I have three nieces and only one of them got to experience Toys R Us, but figure it was at the tail end of it. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it wasn't Toys R Us kid Toys R Us. It was just 
big toy it was, store uh, on its last legs toys r us yeah <laughs> it was the giraffes <laughs> the giraffes hanging his head between his legs and Death slowly rattle. walking around toys r us maybe yeah. toys though that was like i remember going in there and there was things like i remember getting skeleton warriors as a kid for like three bucks uh-oh it's gonna be the Super Seven Ultimates. I'm calling it now. I think they did Ultimates. Disappeared in the Spaghettios. Skeleton Warriors. And All right, so that's that's one of the originals. Did yeah. they? Did Super Seven do Ultimates of those? I feel like I saw a company redid Skeleton Warriors recently. That sounds right. I bought this one. I, I had this when I was a kid, and I just bought this guy a couple, like a month or two ago, just to use as fodder for a custom thing I'm working on. But it's just funny that you brought that up, and I was like, oh, hey, wait, I got one of those right there. Oh, oh nice. Like, yeah, that's the one with like the spider one with all the arms. That yeah. Like, right? Yeah. I, I think I still got that one in the attic somewhere. It's, but like, there was always just bins of those. I remember there was like little uh, random, like, endoskeletons from terminator like they were like yeah. th- 3.5 or some shit like 3.75 and just sitting there for like a dollar a piece i'm like this thing this is amazing <laughs> then they always had like so many just random wrestling figures and stuff and ah yeah the good old days now christmas coming up yeah was there a toy you remember getting for Christmas that just set you off? It was probably my Super Nintendo. I don't know if that's like a toy, you know. Oh, yeah, that counts. But that was like a big, that probably set me on the path to being uh, maladjusted and out of shape like I am now. <laughs> now, nah, that, that definitely counts because that was a hot item. And so game consoles for the Christmas season were always the you know talking to friends what you get i got an xbox i got a sega yeah, you know exactly <laughs> i got a game cast well there's dreamcast and the <laughs> game boy i say i got game cast get no, it's it. different <laughs> but uh that it's i think back to like those christmases like my drums were the main the main main like giant gift i ever got and it was like i gave my parents money because they surprised me got them for a hell of a price like hand me down and the drums you saw me use were the ones i got back in oh those are drums with history yeah those shit 2003 maybe like 20 years i've had these things the (laughs) state it's the symbols are all different uh, the snare drums different. The stands are all different, but the bass drum and the toms are about the same. <laughs> but I yeah. did, I did spray paint them, and you know, it used to be an all black drum set and all that, and I customized it to be my own. But what's the fun with shit like that? Makes you feel good inside. Yeah, exactly. With these, uh, since you collected, you were saying GI Joe, Marvel Legends, and all that. With all these crowdfunding things, what's what's a bucket list item you would love to see a crowdfund for? It's there's not a lot of crowd. There's just a lot of like 
figures just like i said i'm mostly x-men and there's like a i've got a huge backlog of like everything on my list of custom figures i'm working on i'd like them to just you know be a lot easier for me if they just made it <laughs> which is if uh i had it listed somewhere but there's like just it's you know every wave of x-men has like you're good for one or two like really deep cut obscure character we just got a maggot figure uh earlier this year so there's uh the character marrow who she was like a 90s era kind of like hey we should have another wolverine type character and uh she was somehow made it into with the uh capcom fighting games uh marvel versus capcom 2 specifically so like i love that game i love x-men i love capcom i love fighting games so like that's always had a uh the character's always had kind of a special place in my in my uh ethos so that's what that skeleton guy was for it's i need to harvest some bones off of him to <laughs> that can't be interesting to anyone i've trust me that there's a lot of people i know that are probably sitting there i i'm interested i don't know the character so mm-hmm. it's it's cool hearing how you know i i always love seeing customs people do even if i don't know the character and stuff because it's when people like the older guys I'm working on it make fun of me for buying toys and all that, I always just say, I'm like, it's an art form in its own, from the packaging to the figure to everything. I'm like, then if you get into customizing, it's even more of an art form. And it's, that's how I view it. And it's it's an innocent piece of art. Cause I'm going uh, to plug my, my thing again and say, follow me if you want to very, very infrequently see photos of uh, custom painted action figures. I'm good for maybe two or three a year. They pop up. So <laughs> Wait, that's just on your uh it's David. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's kinda of, I don't have like a separate I don't have enough of a business to have a separate, you know, art account. So it's just kind of my personal thing. Whatever I'm working on ends up there. Oh yeah. With um shit, I was gonna ask you something. You said you're a Capcom fan. Yeah. You're a Mega Man fan? No, <laughs> oh. I don't it... dislike Mega Man, but I've always been uh, more of the fighting games, and then you know, All moving right. on to the the survival horror stuff. But uh... I don't understand. No, I, only reason I ask is because I uh, I didn't know they did the Battle Network Legacy Collection. I saw, I saw you posting about that. Yeah, it, I walked in the GameStop like the other day with my buddy. I'm like, when the hell did they release this? And I love video games. Video games are great. I love them as much as I love reading. Mm-hmm. I'll pick one up. I'll be infatuated for hours. Next day, do the same. But then out of nowhere, once I put it down for a bit, it's like it, it disappears out of my life. I can never touch it again. Yeah, It's like it's all over. It's, I'm so bad with it. But lately, I've been playing the first Battle Network on Switch. And it's just, ah, I forgot how good those games were. That was... Uh... Was that Game Boy Advance that originally came out on? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of that one kind of missed me. I had like a Game Boy, I had a DS and I never the GBA kind of I just missed that whole chunk of games. It's, there's a ton of stuff on that I haven't played. That was that's a console I remember getting for uh for uh Christmas. Cuz mm-hmm. I remember I went to like the extended family's house and my one aunt gave me it was the Harry Potter Sorcerer's Stone game cool and i'm like 
you know, open. I'm all excited. And I'm like, turn to my mom. I'm like, I look at her and she's like, it's okay. It's okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, I didn't have a Game Boy Advance. And then also I wake up Christmas morning. I'm like, I got a Game Boy Advance. Ah. <laughs> or, they, or they brought it with them. And that was like the gift from my parents. Or I don't know. They were all gifts from the parents. Santa's not real, kids. Sorry. Oh, shit, actually. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that, that was mean, too, just in case. Uh, huh? <laughs> just in case anyone's listening in the car with kids. But let's. Oh, where'd he go? Oh, he muted the mic. He cut the screen. Oh, uh, there he is. <laughs> More visual bits for the audio podcast. <laughs> uh, it's the, I do get the video saved with this, so I might have to just cut and chop. Get some get some video editing software to cut and chop some of the things with it this one. As long as you're fine. Oh, it's worth it. People gotta see your spaghettis. But, all right, man. Well, I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on because I know. We're talking and you're like, there's not much for me to talk about, but there is. And we dove into everything with your art and all that and got some events coming up. Going to link some pictures to the pod to promote. And, you know, everyone listening can follow you. But if there's anything else you want to add. Yeah, don't uh, don't follow me and uh, don't come to my don't buy my stuff. Don't listen to this. This was a bad one this week. Just skip to the next uh, episode. It'll be it'll be better. <laughs> nah, it, it was a good one. If you listen to this, uh, and you don't tell me what you thought of it either, even if you enjoyed it, don't tell me. I don't want to hear <laughs> what you thought of this. Listen, probably don't listen to any of the other. Don't just stop. Don't listen to old episodes of this. Don't listen to future ones. I had a fun oh. time. And Me too. That means this was, this was uh, I got to run my mouth. I like doing that. Yeah. And with you d- knowing that, like you do custom figures and all that too, that's cool as hell. And I'm going to have to keep my eyes wide. I know you said they're few and far between, but I got to check them out. It's, I didn't know that. So it was cool knowing that you just learned something new today about me. Yeah. And maybe uh, something else that will pop up at a punk rock market or something you'll you'll start having custom figures of some sort some weird ass yeah you know take the fodder parts and just start making some frankenstein's monsters i get tons of fodder uh so tell me about your upcoming events what are you going where can the folks at home find you (laughs) wait me (laughs) yeah no 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 no, this but here's, are you, uh, no, are you, you think you're going to be back this way? Cause I, I, you know, I enjoyed meeting you and I thought your music was fucking cool as shit. Oh yeah. Oh, thanks man. No, I, um, I am actually going to be up in, uh, Lynn next, uh, Saturday for Blackbeard's freak show. Or if you're listening, it was this past Saturday. Um, I'm going to be there, uh, which tickets are sold out. I've, we're all fucking sellouts as Marianne toilet said. Um, I'm going to be up for that, but it's going to be like a quick trip because I'm playing in New York the night before filling in mm-hmm. on drums for uh, my buddies, the Soviet. So um, I'm going to be up in New York 
staying in Connecticut and then doing that and then uh, driving home. <laughs> oh, God. I got a tickle in my throat. I'm dying. I was just going to say you didn't barf, so that's good, but I might, you know. Yeah. Oh, God. I might have spoke too soon. It, it's like vocal cord or something. It feels weird. My voice is getting all crackly. Oh, no. Want to do, do some barfing before we go? All right. <laughs> so we can probably edit this down to a tight 15 minutes or something it's gonna be a short one this week folks <laughs> nah it, it's all staying in you're it was a good episode a bunch of, i had I'm fun say a bunch of slurs and then you'll have to edit that out oh shit don't do that don't do that <laughs> Don't ever do that. <laughs> I've been grateful enough that so far haven't had anyone go off the rails like that. And I'm like, oh, thank fucking God. <laughs> it's like, that's why I like it not being live. But to wrap it out, to close it yeah. out, let's go on a little ego trip. Where can people find you, follow you, even though you said not to? Don't follow me uh, at uh, it's it's just it's Davy time. It's underscores in between those. It's underscore Davy underscore time. It's just my personal account. So it's just photos of dumb shit and occasionally uh, promoting a show. I'm trying to at the very least, you know, promote the shows and and my artist friends and try to get more eyes on that. Uh, I don't really have I don't. That's kind of the only uh, social media I'm on. So it's not really a whole lot of other places to find me online makes that shit easy for me it's i always try and put everyone's stuff but it's like sometimes i have you know people on that it's like a laundry list of links i'm like come on send me a link yeah. tree send me a link tree like no, just with no everything in one but <laughs> no me. tree needed let's see it's, switching to it's just davy time private account <laughs> all right all right so you can uh that's it. It's a private account now, so you can't look at it. You, that's you could not go, a joke. You could go request to follow. Yeah, That's about it. Uh, and anyone listening, if you know or don't know, I'm Nicholas Christian. You can find me at Colt underscore sure underscore on Instagram and Facebook at terror underscore tunes, T-O-O-N-S underscore on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, terrortunes.bandcamp.com is where you can find all my wares and music and stuff and as i said earlier paper trail sucks so if you see anything you like hit me up personally on the dl but yeah dave thank you so much for coming on man it's great to shoot the shit learn more about you we we talked for a good amount at the show but it was like you know still chaotic because it's yeah kind of shouted at each other a lot at the show (laughs) So what do you collect, man? What do you collect? <laughs> there isn't even a band on. We're just yelling. No. <laughs> we were just really excited. Hey, I was. <clears throat> he disappeared and he walked in and he threw a giant thing of dynamite at me. I'm like, this is what dreams are made of. I'm about to blow up. Yeah. This is great. But You're lucky those haven't been selling or I'd have charged you for it. <laughs> well, we traded for the shirt. That's right. That's fair. I remember we correctly. Traded. Yeah, we. I told you to take more shit because the price didn't factor out. So I'll get you back. I'll get you something. Don't worry about. (laughs) But all right, man. Well, thank you so much for hopping on. 
And thank you yeah. for having me. This was this was pretty cool. It's like I said, I'd never done a, a podcast or had anyone interested in what I have to say before. Uh, <laughs> it, sorry, it was bad, but it, you know, it was not bad. And that's the thing, as I told you, with this podcast. And anyone... everybody's gonna be mad at me because it was not good. <laughs> everybody's gonna hate hey, it. Anyone listening, if you hated it, drop a comment. If you liked it, drop a comment. Do that thing. But nah, it's as I said earlier. I, I cannot stress enough whether you liked it or hate it. Drop a comment. Not uh, not on my. I don't want care. I don't yeah. want to hear about what you thought about it. It's just <laughs> for Nick. I just noticed between your headphone, there's like a wormhole, but through the spaghettios to like your yeah. Room. <laughs> my uh, people are gonna know I'm sitting in a gaming chair. No, cut that out. People you can't know. <laughs> yeah i like the capcom games ah oh, people are gonna know i'm in a gaming chair yeah but i could be sitting in a normal chair i'm sitting in a wrestlemania chair and my ass is Wait, numb that's cool that's is a it... cool type of chair see it was i didn't i didn't go to the event technically i did it was the one during covid and they put the chairs mm-hmm. for sale and it was one of those my brother and i were like we always wanted the event chair but we never you know had the money to sit all the way down at a pay-per-view so i'm like oh i yeah. could just buy the chair and sit at home cool but then wrestlemania airs and the fucking chairs aren't here so i didn't even get to sit in the chair watching wrestlemania yeah i paid for an experience and now i just got a uncomfortable chair. podcast chair it's great <laughs> but all right man <laughs> did that pick up oh yeah that's okay, it good. leave that on, in on that note Thank you for having me. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Take it easy, man. Playing us out on this week's episode of the Culture Podcast. The Spaders Vampires with their song, Bingo Night in Hell. Nothing to do with this place.